Welcome, investigator. Evil is on the rise. Crime is escalating. Our mission is to eliminate the crime by exposing evil, examine why it manifests, and highlight the brave souls that confront it every day. Join us as we work together to bring justice to every victim. Welcome to All Things Crime. Here's your host, Jared Bradley. That's where you came in, right, Olivia? Yes. Um, we discovered that Miss Fritz was cremated by the Anatomical Donations Program at the University of South Alabama back in 1979. Um, so my job just kind of went right out the window. There's no body. There's no DNA. So how did you uh, figure out the dental mold? Uh, JT had found an old dental mold that had been shoved in her mouth, even though she had no teeth. So we have no idea why that they took the dental mold in the first place, but we found that in storage. And I did not know what to do with it whatsoever. Um, I believe that it had previously failed swabbing tests, but um, we could never get anything from it. I figured any testing that we would do would be a long shot, and I thought it would fail. Well, you have little faith. I did. Okay. What now? This, this dental mold was in storage for 50 years. It was covered in rat droppings. And it, you know, they didn't wear gloves back then in, in 1976 when they would have taken it. So I figured it would have been contaminated by whatever CSI or autopsy tech put this in her mouth. I figured it would be full of male DNA and we wouldn't have gotten anything. Well, but you figured out that may as well take a shot at it, right? I figured we might as well take a shot. It was our last shot because you can only invex something once from my understanding. And I, I asked Danny, I said, would you swab this? What would, what can I do with this to get any sort of DNA? And he kind of got back to me within a few days and he was like, you should invex this. We should invex this. And I said, okay, let's try it. It's our last shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And that's it. So I put a lot of pressure on him, I guess, but he, he got it. Well, personally, that's, I mean, music to my ears, right, Danny? And, and yeah, I mean, it's back this thing. Goes to show you the right tool for the job. So you sent the dental mold to Danny and Danny, what, uh, what happened from there? Well, Olivia and I talk through cases often. And so it's my job to look through evidence, see, and most times it's pretty iffy on what we can find, what we can work with. And she brought up this case. We started talking through it. And the first comment was, yeah, we don't have a body. What is that about? How, how is, how is it even possible? So I feeling pretty uncomfortable with the fact that we were going to get anywhere with this. It's, I mean, how do you identify a deceased individual without the actual body to identify? But yeah, we, it, it made sense. Oral area is very rich in DNA. The conditions of storage weren't the greatest, but um, we leave no stone unturned, right? So you go out and find the best, best bet, use the best tool available and see what you can do. It made sense to use MBAC, not necessarily the most conducive to swabbing. And God, we got to max out what, what biological material we can get off of, off of this. So we talked through it, and I'll be honest, I was a bit, I, I don't get your hopes up, but we'll see what we can do. And we 
we got it in house. We did work the the end back. Got got decent return on material off off of the the object itself, and sort of crossed our fingers. Did DNA extraction, quantification, and and just sort of prayed that things turned out okay. And I'll be honest again, when we got the results back and saw there was a decent amount of DNA there, a, a pretty solid amount of DNA, honestly, I was. I was pretty impressed. I was pretty impressed and, and a bit shocked. I think that that conversation that we had, Olivia, there was, was a pretty unique one. And here you go. We can do this. This is going to work. Yeah, he called me when he got the results. And Danny never calls me. So I thought something was up. And I was like, oh, my God, what happened? And he said, this dental mold got 145 nanograms. And it's not badly degraded. And I swear, like, I was in a state of shock. I was in a meeting. And I still answered because he never calls me. And I think I called JT right away. And I was like, you'll never guess what just happened. So before we get into your reaction too too far, Danny, explain how you would use the MVAC on a dental mold. Because frankly, I've seen a lot of stuff sampled. I've never seen a dental mold. How'd you do it? Well, you know, initially the idea was we just need to maximize the amount of DNA off. And I mean, that, that, that screams on back. You use the right tool in the toolbox. And in this case, I mean, swabbing didn't look conducive. There's rough surfaces. It just didn't physically work that great. So we, we brought it back. And I, I would say it was an interesting technique to try and make it work. But I really just had to get, get some material down and, and hit those cracks and crevices and, and pull it back up. You can kind of get a little bit of an indication how how well it works when you're when you see the filter that it goes on and it, I, shockingly, I mean, it look, looked pretty solid. The, the shock that we got when we saw how much DNA came out of it that was that was a bit bit bigger than expected, but physically took a little doing, but seemed to work. So the sampling head did it actually fit down into the mold very well, or just kind of have to hose it down you, and then vacuum you, it up later? We tracked over the surface as much as we could. So yeah, I mean, it, it fit in working in the places that, that where you can and just pull out material where you can, it, it worked. I mean, it just, it, 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 I wouldn't say it was the perfect object and shape, but you make it work. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd put it right in that category of rocks and bricks and, you know, other exactly. crazy porous exactly. items that, that I've seen get, get profiles from, but you know, it's not gonna, for those of you that are, that are listening that imagine the sampling head of the MVAC is about an inch, a little less than an inch and a half wide. And so you, you can imagine that it's not going to fit down into a dental mold very well. You know, I, I, I don't even, they don't even use those things anymore. Do they maybe like a mouth guard for a football or something? Anyway, it's not, it's not going to fit in there very well, but you know, you put, you put a tool like that in the hands of, people that really know what they're doing, like Danny here. And um, yeah, they can work miracles. So so let's go back to uh, the phone call. And I, and I agree, Danny doesn't call unless there's something major going on. You know, he's, he's not very uh, communicative that, <laughs> that way. But, you know, I get text messages from him on occasion. And it's just like, dude, you wouldn't believe what happened. So I love getting his text, that's for sure. So Olivia, you got that text. You're in a meeting or, or a call. Yeah, I was. The calls even more dramatic. I was in a meeting with the sheriff, actually, and I still answered. 
and he he was like, I got 145 nanograms from your dental mold. And it's not that bad. And I think it was shocking because I was so sure this was not going to work. But then I got really excited, obviously, because this was going to be our chance to identify this lady. This is it. So what did the sheriff say? Oh, God. He was just like, all right, go ahead and do your thing. He wasn't too excited. I'm not even going to lie. He didn't even know what case I was talking about. We have a lot of cold cases. Yeah, well, I I imagine Danny can help out with those, right, Danny? Always, always. Thanks for joining us. Your attention today brings us one step closer to exposing and eliminating the evil that brings crime to our communities. Hit subscribe and share this episode. Together, we will bring justice to every victim.